The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. Although I guess you could say there have been earth worshipers since just about the beginning of time, it was the civil unrest of the 1960s that spawned the radical environmental movement that we're dealing with today. It was an age of unbridled lust and hedonism, and the effects of communist infiltration into our public schools and college campuses was starting to pay off for a new generation of leftists in America. Using their newfound power in movies, television, magazines, and mainstream media, the left was able to co-opt and capitalize on the power of the civil rights, anti-war, anti-capitalist, feminist, and homosexual movements. The Marxist propaganda machine was running at full speed, though few realized it at the time. In 1970, Kermit the Frog, the original Muppet, sang a song called It's Not Easy Being Green. Whether it had to do with the color of their skin or some other perceived difference, the song was ostensibly meant to make young children who felt a little awkward or different from others to feel better about themselves. In the song, at first Kermit is sad because he's green, but in the end he comes to love himself as he is. Now this may seem charming and innocent to you as it did to me at the time, but the brainwashing had begun. I believe this innocent children's song had a subliminal message behind it. No matter how you act or what you do, you're fine just as you are. Anything goes, and if it feels good, do it. That was the message the liberals were pushing at the time, and Kermit helped it along ever so sweetly. In 1978, Gilbert Baker, an artist, open homosexual, and drag queen, designed the first rainbow flag at the urging of Harvey Milk. Harvey was the first openly homosexual elected official in the U.S. He served 11 months as a member of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. Milk wanted Baker to create a symbol of pride for the homosexual community, and thus the rainbow was hijacked by the LGBT movement. Today that flag flies in just about every community, large and small, across the country, especially during the month of June, which has now been designated as Pride Month. Just one year after the rainbow flag was unveiled for the homosexual movement, the Muppet movie was released, featuring Kermit singing a song called The Rainbow Connection. Maybe I'm making more of this than I should, but I believe there is a connection. Here are some of the lyrics speaking of the rainbow. All of us under its spell. We know that it's probably magic. Have you been half asleep and have you heard voices? I've heard them calling my name. Is this the sweet sound that calls young sailors? The voice might be one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. It's something I'm supposed to be. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Sorry, but that seems a little eerie to me. It certainly didn't at the time, but such was the subtleness of the brainwashing and indoctrination. In hindsight, one can put the puzzle pieces together and see how it was all orchestrated toward an end goal. And here we are today. I'm sure no one dreamed back then that one day we'd have men legally marrying other men, cities with a million people gleefully celebrating sodomy in the streets, and parents taking their young children to watch those pride parades or to a drag queen story hour. Not to mention encouraging children to transition to the opposite sex if they experience any awkwardness or discomfort at all during or prior to puberty. This is how Satan operates. Sometimes he comes as an angel of light. Sometimes he comes as a cute little frog singing a song to children. 
The methods may be subtle and even imperceptible, but there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed eventually. For the record, the Muppets now have openly homosexual characters to entertain your children and grandchildren. But my message today has to do with the religion of radical environmentalism. It was during the 1960s that two best-selling books were released, Silent Spring and Population Bomb. The first Earth Day was held in 1970. In 1972, the UN held its first official conference on environmental issues. Popular news articles and magazines were warning of a quickly coming global ice age if we didn't clean up the earth immediately. I remember this propaganda being pushed in just about every weekly reader I received in elementary school. It had begun. In addition to the coming ice age, we were warned of worldwide famine and disease because of our uncontrolled human reproduction that would soon suck all the Earth's resources dry. It was in 1979 that China took the progressive step so praised by rabid environmentalists, their famous one-child policy. That stated that each family was to have no more than one child. If a woman became pregnant after having her allowed one child, the penalty was forced abortion. And since male children were much more highly valued than girls, if a woman became pregnant for her first time and ultrasound tests showed the baby was a girl, the baby was usually killed, so as to allow this family's allotted one child to be male. The globalist elites have never stopped pushing for human depopulation. Consider Bill Gates and his lofty goal of reducing the population through the use of vaccines. Consider the Georgia Guidestones or the never-ending fear-mongering the globalists have used to push this agenda. When the Ice Age thing didn't work, they changed to global warming. But the subtle signs of global warming proved to be a bit embarrassing a few years ago when scientists traveled to Antarctica to study the rapidly melting polar ice cap there. But their ship got stuck in the ice. So then they came up with a term that would be a little safer, climate change. That ought to do it. We're told that climate change is now the number one crisis in the world. And the cause of climate change is, of course, human beings. There are many aspects to all this, too many to mention here. But certainly the fear mongers are working hard to drive home the point that Earth just has too many people. People must stop having babies. And since an unborn baby isn't really a person, then abortion is certainly necessary. Do you see all this evil and deception is so intertwined? We're told that human beings are not made in the image of God, and in fact we're told we are a plague on the earth. John Davis, the editor of Earth First Journal, wrote, Human beings as a species have no more value than slugs. Dave Foreman, the founder of Earth First, said, Phasing out the human race will solve every problem on earth, social and environmental. Such is the philosophy of those who would place the religion of environmentalism over the sanctity of human life. They view human beings not as miracles knit together in our mother's wombs, fearfully and wonderfully made by God himself, but rather as a cancer on the earth, something to be eliminated. Does this not sound like the very words of the devil and his demons? Yet so many have bought into these lies, and Americans are quickly going extinct as fewer couples are getting married and even fewer having children. The call today is for the Green New Deal, and more people than you realize have fallen for this charade. Young people especially love this plan for now. They love the idea of zero emissions vehicles in industry, eliminating our so-called carbon footprint. But understand, this is an attempt at erecting a one-world government with two classes of people, the rulers and the slaves. Unless you have Klaus Schwab or Bill Gates on your speed dial, 
you can be pretty sure you're in the latter class. You see, climate change really has nothing to do with it. Like the scamdemic of COVID and now monkeypox, climate change is just another tool in the box to use to keep people fearful and afraid. That's how the game is played. Create a crisis, use propaganda and brainwashing to instill fear among the people, then provide the ready-made solution to solve the problem. And since they're already fearful, the people will be eager to obey and comply. But their lies are becoming more and more difficult to sell because many are now finding out that what the frog said is true. It's not easy being green. Today, due to the policies of the current administration, we do have multiple crises, but they have nothing to do with climate change. In order to slow or completely halt the production of internal combustion engines, we had a supply chain crisis, a chip shortage. But it's interesting that while Ford, GM, Toyota, Honda, and other companies could not get computer chips to manufacture new vehicles, the Tesla company didn't seem to have that problem. Huh. America has also halted oil drilling and refining, so now we're paying the highest prices in history for gas and diesel fuel. Joe Biden recently boasted about his big achievement of creating the highest fuel prices in history. Meanwhile, we're begging our enemies to sell us fuel, and they can name their price because they know America is desperate. But this is only the beginning. We are also warned now not just of high grocery prices, but a soon-coming famine. The Green New Deal policies also include crippling the American farming industry. Farm animals are being destroyed, farmers being paid by the government not to plant their fields. Fertilizer and seed prices have soared. And if a farmer does manage to produce a crop or a product, how will they get it to market? By truck or train? Trucks run on diesel fuel. So do trains. Many have jumped on the bandwagon to buy fully electric vehicles, but many are finding out that there are problems with them. Problems right now and even more on the horizon. Our energy grid cannot possibly handle a nation of electric vehicles. We've already been warned of rolling blackouts across the country this summer because our power grid can't handle the load as it is. What happens when everybody tries to plug in their new electric cars at once? You may have seen the video online of a reporter who happened upon a motorist stuck on the side of the road. His Tesla was out of power and he had a Honda generator in the trunk for just such an emergency. So this guy was charging his Tesla using a gas-powered generator. Makes perfect sense, right? But still we're told we must lower our carbon footprint. Newsflash, the trees the environmentalists find more valuable than human beings breathe CO2. They produce oxygen. Human beings breathe oxygen and produce CO2. So carbon is not a bad thing, nor are fossil fuels. God knew what he was doing when he created the earth and everything in it, including us. And he instructs us to be fruitful and multiply, whereas the globalists consider us a plague and a cancer on the earth. But never let a good crisis go to waste. They've spent decades creating this crisis, and now they're pulling the trigger on it. Expect to see the price of everything double at the very least. Expect rolling blackouts because our power grid is not up to the task. Expect shortages of everything. Expect a personal carbon tax and fuel rationing. I see government food lines and soup kitchens on the horizon. Prepare yourself for these things now because it's not easy being green. But you know what? Where I live, the climate is indeed changing. It's called summer and I look forward to it every year. A few months of global warming after a cold winter. I love it. 
Friends, we need not fear the schemes and propaganda and brainwashing of those who have a demonic agenda to control and manipulate us. Recognize the lies and refuse to comply. Speak up when this topic is raised and don't be shy about telling people the truth. If you don't, who will? And let's all remember what God said in Genesis. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. God keeps his promises and never lies, quite unlike politicians. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com, and ask for message number 362. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.